Now boarding for Rebuild of Joycast, your weekly destination for anime, manga, and more. Welcome back, everyone, to Joycast. Uh, this is basically like I said that Golden Week was going to be this week, but apparently it's not until the end of April. So, mm. like, we're in this really weird pre-Golden Week limbo. We've discussed this, that a lot of manga like to take advantage of Golden Week coming up, and they'll take their breaks a week or two ahead to extend that break, as they deserve to. Mm. But um, there really isn't much manga to talk about. We just got some carryover with Chainsaw Man and My Hero Academia. But we're going to take some time and really focus on um, the first wave of the spring 2023 anime. But... I mean, you t you chew you pick your poison, Val. Do you want to do manga first or anime first? I said let's get through the manga first, because like you let's know, that's the, the, thing, that's the thing we usually the anime? and not too too much happened this week. I gotta and, say it wasn't a big week, so yeah, we'll comb through this pretty quickly. Yeah. Chainsaw Man or My Hero first? Chainsaw Man. Chainsaw Man started off pretty strong with a very cool fight, which is kind of like Denji's bread and butter. Let's be honest. Whenever Denji's involved, he has really fucking cool he fights. continues to further my my theory that denji's here for action and asa's here for interpersonal conflict yeah i i really liked denji's fight with uh the falling devil actually i liked it where uh all of the anxieties kind of flare up with like oh Aki. you know twitter fucking love that oh, oh yeah yes. of course let denji be fucked up for a second it's like and then he's like nah fuck that he He's like, fuck shreds you. his I, brain when he senses he's being manipulated. I, I love that. I I love that too. But I also he, he I, said, "Fuck you, Twitter. I don't. I'm the action guy." Because I read it this. earlier. Because I read it earlier in the week. I like forgot about it. So I was like looking at it, and I was like, "Wait, does Denji just do that whenever the sadness sets in? Like he's just sat there with his um with uh." I'm gonna turn myself down a bit because I am I am uh peeking a little bit. Okay, that should be absolutely perfect. So it's like, when he's just sat there, he feels sad, and all the memories come like, he has a cringe moment. He's just like, oh, that's so much better. Yeah, like, he just, he, he, literally, he literally, like, freaking, um, not a cauterization, a, uh, a lo he lobotomizes himself whenever he's sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's fucking funny to me, the idea that he does that to himself every single time. Also, I figured out what the problem was. I wasn't turning down my gain, I was turning down my volume. <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, so that happens. It's pretty goddamn cool. And then he's just like tearing into the falling devil who is just kind of like, dude, I don't even want to fight you. Please fuck off and leave me alone. I have nothing against you. Or, and I'm no, not but even then she finds value in it. She's like, you know what? Every chef should experience being eaten at least once. Yeah. <laughs> this, like, like, they're all just equally unhinged. Like, they were made for it. This is great. This is so much fun. Yeah, and then the, the, uh, they just seem to reform inside of his stomach. Yeah. And, you know, having this, like, eight, nine-foot-tall chef lady, like, just emerge from your body, just tears Denji in half, leaving him on the floor... Uh, and, uh, someone, assumedly... Yeah, now that's the interesting part of this chapter. Mm. Who do you think it is? Is it, is it Shin Shindo, or is it Kobe? I hope it's Kobeni. I think we're uh, all praying for Kobeni. See, the legs, the trainers make me think that. Shindo is probably watching. It wouldn't surprise me if it's Shindo. But the other idea is that it's Katana Man, maybe fallen on rough times. Because Katana Man wouldn't, like 
dressed the like that. The problem is he's wearing a uniform. It can't be Katana Man. Well, they're just wearing black trousers. That's what it we see. It looks like a uniform, man. That's he, true. He looks too clean They've... to be Katana Man. If Katana Man's really on rough times, he needs to look dirtier. It's I not would Katana actually, Man. I, I, can we just say that I would actually absolutely love, like, rough times, homeless Katana Man to appear in the series. But that being said, we said we were due for a Katana Man redux, though, so it probably yeah. could be. Your theory is probably the correct one, but I want Kobeni. I would also like Kobeni. I uh, want like, fucked I up want... badass now Kobeni. I want Kobeni and Asa. I want Asa and Kobeni to meet. <laughs> Hell yeah. And acknowledge that, uh, that she is essentially low-key early Kobeni. But I would also like a uh, experienced or more badass Kobeni, but then it wouldn't really be Kobeni. Oh, absolutely. You're correct about that. Yeah, so it, it, we'll, we'll, we'll see how that turns out. It could be cool. It might not be. But other than that, not much really happened. It's just continuous fighting. It looks really freaking cool. Uh, I it, It's nice because the last couple fights have been sort of, or quote-unquote fights, have been sort of disappointing, let's be honest, between the school shooter arc Here's a th and... Like, like, yeah, but again, only for us. Like, it's good because I, I said there's this, there's this dichotomy with this part where... Denji's there for the action, and mm -hmm. Asa's there to actually have interpersonal conflict so that you get the best of both worlds. You got a yin to the yang here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, when, Don, when Denji's fighting, I ain't disappointed. So I'm not disappointed with this fight right now. That's, that's this fair. This is like, a lot of fun. Like, I, I wasn't disappointed with, like, the aquarium arc. In fact, I think the aquarium date arc was, like, probably my favorite part of part That's two, fair enough, because so that's far. where you're crossing the streams, basically. Yeah. I really liked that part. You got uh, the best of both worlds. Absolutely a favorite. Um, here, though, it's like, yeah, it's just a fight. I'm looking forward to the next four days, I guess. <laughs> the uh, next one, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, the next one in four days uh, is picking up. I I kind of want to team up here. Oh, I also like the acknowledgement, like, Denji, obviously. Like, he obviously does, because he's been coerced into not dating Asa. But I like the fact that uh, at the mention of, oh, I'm here to kill Asa Mitaka, Denji's just like, keep your fucking hands off my ex-potential girlfriend. Yeah. Like, like, he, like he still sweet. tries to find a way to have some kind of connection. I, lo I love, he's so great. He's so it, great. It's sweet. And I really, and I'm looking forward to, in the future, I don't think we talked about this, the potential conflict with his young charge, whose name... I can't remember right now, but uh, essentially, new Makima. I'm looking forward to uh, that. Neyuta? He, yeah, Neyuta, thank you. Because he obviously can't let go of even the slightest connection with Asa, because he does so like I wasn't, Asa. I wasn't really drooling over her appearance. I was like, you know, it'll be interesting once we come in. Like, I'm not in the same line with the audience wants, but like, when Neyuta did show up, and she ended up being that fucking interesting, mm. I kind of wish Neyuta was a sidekick. I mean, kind of, I kind of, I kind of yeah, wish she tagged boss. along for these fights. She's really quite entertaining. I mean, she is potentially somewhere watching because she's literally yes, sending Denji like, out there I need for her, her there. own like, entertainment. She's, she's such an enabler in the most fun sense. Hmm. Well, I think Nayuta wants to watch Denji struggle and get back up again in like a kind of yes. sick way. Yes, she's, like, she's Chainsaw Man's biggest fan. Exactly, so she, she wants Even to see- Even as Makuma she was. <laughs> that was the, that's why Makuma was so fucking funny at the end. Because <laughs> yeah, she was a true. toxic fan. She's like, no, Chainsaw Man wouldn't do that. <laughs> like, I, like, like I, I fucking adored that twist at the end. I'm just like, oh wow. 
Like, yeah, there's some fucked up shit, but there's also some really funny shit at the very end, too. Like, I agree. She's great. Oh, uh, I was about to say, you know what? It could also be uh, one of the horsemen of the apocalypse, actually. So you think up? Death's hanging around, too, kind of trying to get his bit in here? Uh, it could be the swordsman of the apocalypse who fed Denji blood, maybe. And um, it could also be Weed Whacker Man. You never know. Yes, yes, actually. There's a or, there's a lot there's a lot of theories again because look at. Do you mean Weed Whacker Man is in like the fake like the the school devil hunter? Well, so we so the guy president? who we suspected to be the the, the fake challenge sale man. We were calling Weed Whacker Man. I mean, we but both then knew he ended up being not. So now we're like passing that name around is what we're doing until we finally find. Yeah. Who the real Weed Whacker Man is. So, do you think I, re I refuse to... Honestly, I know, and I know Chainsaw Man 2 does kind of have a ring to it, but <laughs> I'm sure that's what fucking uh, Fujimoto will call it. Oh, but, yeah. The, absolutely. Because um, that would be funny, but I don't know. Weed Whacker Man is also quite hilarious. I mean, I like the idea that I think you said people came up with that it's the Chainsaw Man devil. Yeah, like like now there's the fear of a chainsaw man. Like yeah. like like there's like this shit gets really fucking convoluted and hilarious. There is enough foreshadowing for me it's, to it's be. It's now the public's idea image of what Denji is. Exactly, that's cool as fuck. I, I still absolutely yeah. love that. And, again, and if they call him Chainsaw Man too, because again, because Fujimoto's such a fucking cinephile, that would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, my hero. Yes. Yeah, so so my hero. 385, we immediately begin on a map because someone was confused. People were bitching, the editors. I don't really? know. Did we really? Mm -hmm. No, no, I was saying, like, I'm like surmising why we need a map. No, 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 I know, felt, I know, I know. This felt very clear. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all pretty clear where everyone is, except for maybe Octopus. Oh, wait, no, even Octopus like, like, Island. Like, like Horikoshi had to really make it a point that Ochako's not going to fight all for one. Uh, you know what? Fuck me, actually, because Octopus Island isn't even, like, a thing anymore. They've, yeah, like, we, we are long. We teleported away from there, like, I'm so pissed ago. off. I loved... I don't think... You might not remember this, Ivan, but do you remember how, like, hyped I was for the location of Octopus Island? Like, that location fight, like was a, fucking sick, because, you know, Horikoshi's such a Star Wars fan that you know that he got that from Rogue One. Mm -hmm. And I won't. Bl I can't blame. I'm not a big Star Wars fan, but I'm not gonna pretend like Rogue One didn't, was not beautifully shot. It had did a great set locations. I, uh, tangent. But did I tell you that when I was high as balls for some reason? I mean, not for some reason why I was high. I was watching a uh, uh, Solo, a Star Wars story, and there was a scene. I can't remember for the life of me what the hell it was, but it brought tears to my eyes. And I like in cried. solo. Oh so, my god! I don't know. I must Probably have been the high Jimmy as Kimmel alien. You I would. must have been high as fuck because somewhere in that movie there is a scene I can't remember for the life of me when, but it made me ball live, and I was actually like, "What the fuck?" No, I stop was actually it. like sat there at my table crying, like, Weak. "Why the fuck am I crying? What has happened here? I don't know." <laughs> But, um, yeah, so the map was pretty clear. I mean, evidently I forgot that they moved on from Octopus Island, but fuck you, Horikoshi, I won't forgive you for let making me miss out on the epicness that would have been Suyu and Ochako's fight with Toru, not Toru, Toga, We'll on still Octopus get it, it just won't be in that really cool locale. I know, it, but I wanted the cool locale. I wanted, like, uh, Ochako to, like, I don't know... Pick up all the goddamn water in the in the vicinity or something, and like put it in like a big bubble. And how? Like, that's a very interesting. That's something worth digging into. Is how much water could Ochako theoretically pick up? 
It'd be cool well, as fuck. Like I love, I love gravity. Like house. I feel, I feel like you're getting to a Shigaraki territory where like that there, there used to be, like for Shiggy, there used to be a. Limit, I mean, that should then, be you know, that should be extended. The, that and would so be, maybe Ochako, if she really practiced, like she could theoretically lift like a whole fucking leg at one point. That would be the logical like evolution of her power for sure. Yeah, like, like that. That's an interesting. Like, how much, how far does her her touch extend? I mean, I still think there must that's... be a there must be a weight limit. I would assume is the deal. Probably. I don't think but... it's surface area. I think it's weight. It's it's kind of just out the fucking window because everyone's going so like plus how ultra much, how, in this arc. How much does a gallon of water weigh? You know, like yeah, but everyone's going probably, plus ultra D&D in this arc. Rules. So I'm just like whatever. <laughs> that's a just... simple solution. Let 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 Jimmy Crawford do all the fucking math. Yeah. Um. So we got this map. There's a bunch of freaking destruction going on. Like, all for one is just going absolutely ham on everyone. And everyone's going ham on all for one. Mount Lady is, like, just completely covered in blood to the point she's where her face... She's run out of hammers. Yeah, she's run out of... No, giant wrenches. She's run out of giant we wrenches all have, all or whatever. All we have is these shitty fucking detonat items. Get, give it to me. Anything. Why the... Like, all we have is detonat items? Bitch, detonat were, like, great as far as I'm aware. What do you mean, just detonat? I still love. By the way, Ivan, I didn't say it, but uh, I really like your recreation or like your dedication to the opening with Denton Rat in my Villain Academia abridged. By the way, I love Denton Rat. I'm. I, we talked about this on the podcast, but he is like a fucked up Walt Disney. As you know, I, I, I wanted I, as as a Disney adult, I am obsessed. You ain't gonna with tell Redestro me. Redestro and him being a fucked up Walt Disney. You ain't gonna tell me about like love for Redestro. As you know, I wanted him to kill Shigaraki. <laughs> We all I, did, because people forget, man, what an encapsulation, a little time capsule that was, where the League of Villains were so fucking, like, obsolete. Like, mm. I, and I made that joke in the abridged, where they're like, wow, you know things are desperate when our when when the guidebook says our best stat is tactics. Because <laughs> that was a time where they had to justify why these guys were scary. It was like, oh, they're all tactical geniuses. No, they fucking no, weren't. They just no. suck. <laughs> <laughs> They this did. was a contrivance in the story. The whole the whole training camp massacre was a total contrivance. Realistically, all those kids could beat the shit out of those guys at that point. Dobby's mm. probably the only one who could give them trouble. Yeah, Dobby, we, we talked about it before. The Dobby Nomu, the is... Nomu were a problem. Yes. But besides Dobby and the Nomu, at that point in the series, those kids could have ganked on them easily. That was completely contrived. The, I still the... love that arc. But no, it's a good arc. It's scary and shit. Uh, it was an ambush. Reason... Like, like, wow, the tactic was they ambushed them. They caught them by surprise. I mean, that that's an example that I think Horikoshi did really well with the villains. It's that once uh, All for One got put in the clink uh, at the end of the Kamino fight, I think it was. Is it the Kamino uh, fight? It was, was it the Kamino? Yeah, I think it was the Kamino incident. Yeah, yeah the Kamino incident. Um, like, the League of Villains did absolutely freaking suck. That's why we had the eight precepts of death stuff going on. Yeah, like, they show up, like, they, they, they immediately gank them. They kill Magne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just get completely, like, fucked over. And, and like, and yeah, you work for us now. And then, and then, and then they kind of slightly justify the League of Villains, like, the, as opportunists when Overhaul gets his ass whooped and they show mm-hmm. up. I'm like, hey, there you go. They've got a spot, but they still wasn't, like, when Redestro shows up, you're like... Okay, they're completely outgunned. Yeah, they, they, they are. They, in- that's the head they had to introduce Gantamakia. I mean, he, I mean, he was introduced before. Like, but that now stuff they're was like, so okay, good. this is the reason why we have a chip in play. Otherwise, we got nothing. 
They had the whole, like, city thing going on. Dead and Rat was cool as fuck. And uh, as, as you know, I, I think that Redestro is, like, probably one of my favorites. They favorite. needed more time. Like, again, terrible. My, we, we said this. My Hero Academia has terrible character economy. It's not mm. the worst. Dr. Stone has worse character economy. <laughs> Most definitely. But, oh, what but, did you, did but you watch? But My Hero is also one of the bad character economies series. Mm. It, yeah, yeah. Mostly because of Deku, like having Like, say. if Dead or Night could have been, like, an overarching set of villains, like, if they could have coexisted with the League of Villains for a while and had an arc with the heroes, obviously they couldn't because they had to take it by surprise, but, like, we we needed at least one more arc with, with Detonarat lingering. We uh, really that, needed it. That, that, that could be... Yeah, no, it, it's weird. Like, Detonarat left such an impression. Having Redestro be, like, a kingpin type of villain would have been so great. I, I agree, but I think it's one of those... It, it's... It's Horikoshi's obvious want to not spend his entire life on a single series because we, we talked about this it's not that like, it's the fact that this man has been burned so many times he's had so many failed series mm. so he's at the point now, and he's and, and within those failed series he has demonstrated excellent discipline he yeah. like like not like other when people get the axe they tend to like blow their load and 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 move on horikoshi never blew his load like he would hang firm and go oh my series been axed well if you want to see more you better bring it back they never brought it back but he didn't pull a Hunter's Guild where he just threw his endgame within two chapters. Yeah. I, like, yeah. like he, wait, he waited and said, I, I have something I want to do. And now he's doing it. But you can only go to the Well of Discipline so many times. Like now he's boom, boom, boom. Hit the fucking points and let's go. I, yeah, it definitely shows. He, his his shown patience has worn thin and you cannot blame the man. He, he's actually very good at coming up with, like, these different scenarios, and even when he's sort of spinning, like, old ideas into, like, new things, there's enough variation between them that is still entertaining at, going forward. Uh, but we should probably get into the actual chapter. It's uh, fine. I, I'm completely fine talking about My Hero name. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, but yeah, otherwise, we see, again, people taking turns at all for one. He looks like... He says he's young, like... I, he looked, no, he no, looked no, younger. He looked younger in previous chapters he <laughs> did. compared to right now. I mean, that might be the effect of like being nuked in the face and like being like. And, and he, he claims that the more they keep forcing him to regenerate, the younger he's getting. He needs to look a little bit younger right now. But also, yeah, he takes fierce swings from hawks. So this is an issue. This is something I want to discuss because I'm currently writing the war arc right now for the Abridged series. Oh. And my god, Mirio is reintroduced way too soon, and Hawks lose- They- 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 you remember when they burn his wings, and you think he's over, but he's not? Mm. I don't like that. Like, get rid of- like, the, the fact that like, oh no, he took Hawks' wings. Well, you already brought them back the first time. I don't feel the stakes here. Yeah, I think he should- maybe- I, 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 Like, the Twitter going nuts, and it's like- yeah, but they burnt his wings off, like, a hundred chapters ago, and they came back. So uh, what happens here? I mean, I, I have a similar I don't feel. Like... I don't feel because we've already been through this, and it's already been undone before. And it, it will be undone again. I mean, I feel like... Aerie's still in play. Yes. Yes, she is, actually. You're absolutely right. But what is right. interesting is, we see Mineta throw a, a ball on his cape there on his pants <laughs> yeah well, i i told you motherfuckers Minetta's getting the last fucking shot that ball that is Chekhov's purple ball that is coming back into play later i just 
I, I, dude, absolutely, 100%. I fucking love Mineta here as well, where he's like, don't take Dark Shadow. If you're gonna steal something, take my pop off instead. And that's such you a get great the best moment! Ever. And, and all for one goes, why would I want your shitty fucking quirk? Doesn't even Which I say go, anything. I go, that's the quirk that's gonna fuck you over in the end. I fucking guarantee. That's fucking karma, motherfucker. <laughs> Uh, I, I, oh, I, I love, love Mineta so fucking much. Just when Mineta like crawled up, like how the f I, <laughs> it's upsetting looking back and be having everyone be like Mineta is such a piece, like just absolutely yeah, hating yeah. on Mineta him. Yeah, yeah, Mineta was a piece of shit like two hundred chapters ago, man. He's changed. Goes to show you guys aren't fucking paying attention because this guy's barely done jack shit in the creepy end for ages. Yeah, and I don't even, even then, let, and even then by Shonen standards, he was so fucking tame. He like really I don't was. like those characters either. But my god, relatively, he was fucking tame. He, he, he rode on Yaoyorozu's back. He, he rode on Yaoyorozu's back and cheated the fucking, uh, the exam or the, the contest or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like that's probably the last point. And even that was fucking hilarious. Because it was less about him being a perfect, more about him being a cheater. Yeah. That's what that was. Not even, no, not, that, even, no not being a cheater, not being a cheater. He's resourceful. It was about him being resourceful. You're right, he is better than Mineta. Sorry, he's, he's, better, better than he's better than He's better than Yaoyorozu. I would Debatable. say. Debatable. I think I he's in the camp of I like more interesting characters. I don't think um, Yaoyorozu is an interesting that, like, he was sadly. a little housewife. He was a little housewife for Mount Lady after that. Like, he hasn't really done Oh, I'm sorry, no, no, no. The last creepy thing he did was tell Aerie he can't wait for her to be of age. I don't remember that. He did what? that. There was a translation error, and like the translation made it even worse than it was. <laughs> that was the uh, last thing he did, and that was the last straw. Because yeah, everyone fucking justifiably flipped their shit over that. But again, <laughs> were you that's like Japan. typing? Were you like typing in wildly? What was the last bad thing Mineta did in the story? No, I, I, no, I was going through my mind palace looking. <laughs> I have a special drawer dedicated to Mineta your, in my uh, mind palace. Your, your Sherlock Holmes, like you know, cheap effects coming up. <laughs> the sins of Mineta. <laughs> Your list of sins. Um, oh yeah, and then a character who looks like he came straight out of fucking Blue Lock appeared, and he's all like, "Oh, I'm supposed to be listening to All for One, but now I've lost contact. I don't know why. He just looks like a Blue Lock character to me. He looks like the main character from Blue Lock for some reason. Who? Uh, he, uh the guy who's sneaking around the 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 tunnels, the uh, Kotetsu. What's that oh, name? Oh, this motherfucker. Shinketsu. Yeah, you're right. He looks like a blue lock character. He just looks he's like a, He's guy. a skeptic stan. That's the whole point. Yeah. They all look like, like a bunch of bull cuts. Mm, we get a look at uh, uh, Labrava as well, who's like still uh, cooperating with the police forces and everything. Yeah, blocking we, see off skeptic. we see Gunhead, Kendo, mm. and. Oh, yeah, we do. Uh, and um, Death Arms makes a reappearance. Yeah, Death Arms makes his motherfucking redemption. With Love a this. nice little like thought back to when Midoriya first went to save Bakugo and referencing like, you know, my body moved before I can think. Yeah, because uh, he I, was there. Like that was a that was a great callback. Yeah, it's it's a nice callback. And at the very end of it all, we get uh Ida and I don't care. I, I, ice hot guy. I can't remember his name right now. Um, oh, he, he just got the cool half mask going on right now. Too. Yeah, he looks sick as hell. But what I'm really excited about is Stain. And oh my God, who could weirdly? You're not hyped for Stain. You got a fucking problem. I, I, what, what did he go by in Vigilantes? 
Oh God, it was like Stedel. It was German. Yeah. Um. You know what? Honestly, Stedel. It was really. It was a weird Sted Hall. Was it? Ah, God damn it! It was um. My Hero Academia. Because I think he has a reference to Stedhall syndrome. Yeah, he goes by Stedhall. Yes, yes. Um, honestly, I I was looking at him here, and I had a weird flashback to his Stedhall design. Honestly, I think it'd be really cool if he like brought back that name, and it's like, oh, it's Sten. He's like, no, I'm Stedhall. Because that's uh, well, like no, that's that, his that hero name. Because that that whole because that was arc his in mask, Vigilantes yeah. was him. Like, getting rid of, like, the fact yeah. that he admitted that, oh, wow, even I'm way too attached to the hero, um, branding. Like, mm, thank, yeah. like he, like, he thanked, uh, Knuckle Duster for, like, ex like, 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 liberating him from the need to have an image. Yeah, like, to no, evolve you're... beyond that. So, yeah, no, he would not go back to Stead That was, that was definitely an idea that I just, like, came up with face. right now. And then immediately went, oh, wait, yeah, that's right, because he was like, oh, you broke my mask and also fucked up my face. He's and the artist can, formerly known as Stedhall. Yeah, now I can be like my true self. Stedhall was a cool arc, honestly, overall, in Vigilantes. Vigilantes was a cool series, Val. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I still want the Crawler and Captain Celebrity to make a fucking cameo. I, I'm pretty sure we've missed uh, I, the opportunity, but oh god fucking god. damn it. The, the biggest missed opportunity, no Captain Celebrity with his sidekick, the Hauler. Like, yeah. Uh, just imagine if that was instead of Star and Stripe. Ah, oh, yeah. Shall we talk about the anime that we watched today or over the Yeah, week? so it's time I to get to the spring anime at. preview. I, I skimmed through a lot, and I know there's still a lot more to go. So, like, this week we're covering the first wave, and then hopefully we can get the second wave next week. Do you want to do, like, one each, like, back and forth? Because I watched three things. Today. I watched a lot more, but yeah, we can go back and forth. Okay, okay, then. Uh, you want to go first, or...? I'll go first with Ancient Magus Bride Season 2. Oh, okay, then. It's been a while, and that was a studio wit operation that I sadly no got lost. But now it's under Studio Kafka, but it seems to be in good hands. It looks great. First episode goes hard. Um, Basically, what's happening in this arc is, like, I don't read this anime. I don't read the manga. I think Stina does. Mm. Um, but it looks like they go to like their equivalent to Hogwarts, which is really just an underground bunker. It's like, it's like part UA, part Hogwarts. And it's really, it's going to be really interesting. I, I'm really, but what, what, what I really liked about it is, um, their take on the sorting hat where basically like you're presented by like, basically the door, the, the dorms in this, 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 this academy and ancient manager bride is like. Um, they're all run, like, like, basically, you know, uh, like, um, who's the person that runs a dorm? It's not a TA. Uh, I think, I think a TA, yeah, a TA. No, it's not. I don't, like, we like, don't like, have like, TA. Like, when you're in college or in university, and you have a dorm, and then you have, you have someone who's usually a graduate student or someone who is kind of like the landlord of the dorm. So in this one, they have cats, and you choose the cat, basically, you choose what dorm you're in based on what cat you like. And each cat kind of represents something, like freedom or logic or whatever. Instead, so instead of like the sorting cat choosing for you, you choose the house based on your preferences. Mm. And you just choose the cat. I, I thought it was really cute. Yeah. And, um, I, and I think of all the shows that I'm gonna be watching this season, besides the return of Golden Kamui that has not come out just yet, that'll be this weekend. Oh, um, really? Oh, it's, yeah? Really? It's coming back. It's coming back this week. 
Was there any like confirmed reasoning why? Oh, they... well, they, they finally got the production back in order. Okay, well, that's good. I will probably get back to watching the anime now. Because uh, yeah. besides know, I started, that, I think Agent Magic Pride is going to be my favorite thing this season. Okay. It, look, look. it looks really good. I really love season one. I rewatched a little bit with Stina recently, who just discovered the show. And she, this is what I think. Stina, Stina is ta taunting this to be maybe her favorite manga anime combo of all time. But. But it's it's a Basara, worthwhile watch. But I Basara, would highly recommend it. Basara, Stina, Basara. Basara doesn't have an anime. It, it does. It does? It does. It does? Well, we need to watch it then. <laughs> it does have an anime. I don't think it's like the most uh, faithful to its source material. Yeah, and, then, and, then, and that's the issue. Is yeah. Agent Mandrise is very faithful and very good. Well, fair enough. Um, right, so what did you watch? Well, how can you say that Ancient Magusbride is going to be one of your favorite of the seasons when we have the glorious return of Ranking Kings? The treasure chest I did of not courage. get to watch it. I got so busy at the end of this week, I did not get to see the Ranking of Kings. Well, it literally oh came gosh, out today. Whoa, yeah, how good is it? Honestly, it is... Okay, so... I think the way that they're going to do this, based on the opening and whatnot, is going to be a lot of mini-stories spread around the chronology. For example, the first episode concentrates on Boji while he is learning how to be a better warrior with Despa. The first episode is about Kage, who goes out to find a certain kind of mushroom which helps in rejuvenating skin because Despa, being the vain, greedy, son of a bitch, so lovable... This is, this is anthological, then. Yes, I believe so. It, it's apparently I, I going to be. I was continue the manga. God no, damn it. no, it's kind of annoying, but it ain't bad. So the first episode is Kage. It, it, it's in uh, segments as well. It's two stories in a single episode. Like yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's anthological. Yeah, yeah, this is, yeah. Th that's what this is. You know oh, what? Okay, if that's, that's if this is like a season one point five, sure. Yeah, cool. I. It, it's I'm quite gonna, nice. I'm not gonna turn my nose to more ranking of kings. So, Kage goes out and helps this old woman because he's looking for a type of mushroom he can't seem to buy in the town um, where it'll help rejuvenate Despa's skin or something. He helps this old lady when she's, like, riding, like, a horrible creature and she hurts her ankle and um, Kage basically spends the entire episode doing everything for her because he's a nice guy, he feels kind of bad for her, he, like, chops wood, cleans her house, does absolutely everything, and in the end, she gives him a pie that turns out to be made of the very same mushrooms that he is looking for. So, Desper gives him the gold, lets him keep the gold coin that he told him, like, to go and buy stuff with. Um, in the end, though, he just ends up buying the lady a new, like, little sickle thing to help harvest the mushrooms because... She helped him, and it's just, oh, the twist is, the old lady bosses people around who are looking for the mushrooms and then gives them the mushroom. She's actually the greatest mushroom hunter of all because the mushrooms grow on the very back of the creature that she was riding. And the next episode is Desper does not feel as though the money that Boji and Kage initially gave him is enough for him to warrant teaching them. So he says to them, I want you boys to go out into town and make money because... First off, it's not enough. Second, it'll be a teachable moment for Boji because he's ignorant as fuck. So they go around town and they figure, oh, people make money by doing games and, like, you know, setting challenges for people. Like, this guy um, has an axe-throwing thing. And they say, okay, Boji, here's the plan. They set up a game where Boji has beanbags thrown at him. And if you hit Boji, 
you will get 100 coins, fully well knowing that no one will be able to hit Boji. And a little girl comes up, a poor little girl. She's like really dirty. She's got a snotty little nose. Uh, she looks like she's a little bit hurt and she's hungry. And she's like, this is all the money I have. I want to throw beanbags at you and make money. And Boji feels immediately sorry for this girl. But Kage says, Boji, no matter what you do, you can't let the girl, no matter what, you can't let the girl hit you, no matter how bad you feel. And he doesn't. He actually doesn't let her hit him. And Boji still feels awful. And they follow the girl back to her house. And she's like, I'm sorry, mom. I bet all the me the money for your medicine on a game and I lost. <laughs> and Kage is like, she's a stupid little girl, Boji. She deserves what happened to her. Why would Poor people shouldn't bet money and... Boji still feels bad. They go back to Desper with all the money that they make, and they're like, Desper, we want to help a little girl with the money. And Desper says, okay, okay, boys, I'm not going to give the girl money because this is my money, but I am going to invest in the girl's education and so, so she can learn how to make money for herself. And I'm pretty sure it's implying that she is going to learn how to be a doctor so she can, like, help her mom on her own without money, which, in my opinion, is literally the best example of, like, helping someone who is poor. I have seen like a cartoon or an anime cover where it goes, look, if you let her win, she's going to probably get like a gambling addiction because she'll be like, oh, I can make money by gambling, especially because she's young and formative. Uh, so instead it's like, oh, I'm just going to invest in her. That was a really nice meet in the middle kind of thing. What do you think? Well, Despa's fucking based. So Despa like, is based as fuck. I love Despa. I wish I voiced Despa. I know, me too. I was pulling for you. <laughs> but, you know, Chris, Chris Sabat didn't have enough roles that season. <laughs> uh, he did a good uh, job, yeah, nonetheless. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I'm definitely going to watch this. So, it'll be, it'll do, totally be my pull. It. It's just, I just like, it came out this morning. That was the problem, is I was busy this morning. Mm -hmm. I've got um, a free day, um, but I'm I I'm quite looking forward to this. I don't know what exactly to expect, but I think it's going to be. Does the, does the production hold up? Yes, it looks perfectly Good. fine. It looks nice. Uh, it's by Wit as well, because that's their baby, I think, at this point. I think Ranking Kings, good. at least I hope. It's a I good hope. baby to have. It's ranking, the best baby. Ranking of Kings is honestly, like, because Wit, as you've said many times, have a history of kind of picking up a franchise, making it look fucking amazing, and then abandoning it. I understand with Attack on Titan, that was too freaking much, and they were spending literal years between seasons to get it done. But overall, uh, I'm really excited for this. Uh, it looks like they might go into things like more about um, Desha and the Immortal Prince, um, all kinds of things. I'm really looking forward to it. Apparently, it's going to be 10 episodes in at least two segments an episode. Maybe. We'll we'll see how that shakes out. What else did you watch? So, it's funny that you brought up Attack on Titan. So, I watched Attack on Titan se Final Season 3.5 Dream Drop This Anime. Oh. Um, so, remember how I said that, like, the most logical thing they could have done was make a movie? Mm-hmm. They made the fucking movie. I or mean, a half of it. one-hour television they, special. They made half the movie. But they put it on TV, and it's like... What kind of deal did they? What kind of deal did the network that airs that show swing with Mappa? Because if they had finished that movie and put it in theaters, I don't think it would have made Demon Slayer money. 
Oh, but it would have made what? fucking really? bank. You don't think it would make Demon Slayer money? I really? don't think there's as many Attack on Titan fans as there used to be. I don't know. Dude, the, the amount of time it's been around th for, I think people would certainly go to cinema to see that. I think that would sell like fucking I, no, no, but I, no, That's what I'm saying. Is I think it would... I, I think it still would have made a hell of a lot of fucking money. I think the only reason... And the reason fact of the matter is that they just put it on TV for an hour-long special. They could have waited, what, six more months and gotten the full fucking movie in theaters and made bank? Was it... It must have been guaranteed money, which I would still think the theater was guaranteed a lot of money. It might be... Memphis, I might be wrong, but it might be the dedication to, like, you know keeping it a TV series that, but like, but, but just do what Demon but Slayer did. It's so weird. Put it in theaters and then divide into episodes and put it on television. Then best of both worlds. True. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I, agree I don't understand. Considering this whole bullshit with the season naming and the, and the chopping it up. Since when did MAPPA have fucking morals? <laughs> I mean, I, I just think that Wit should have kept it and probably would have handled this way better. If Wit kept it, they would have sunk. No, I'm glad Wit got rid of it. I mean, I wouldn't have ranking kings if they didn't and get I, rid and of I, it. And I think MAPPA does a great job with Attack on Titan production-wise. Mm. It's just it comes at a, at a human cost. Um, uh, but how, uh, how was the production, though? It was, like, the beginning was fucking incredible. They went hard. Mm. Again and again, like, the what they did, I'm like... Why is this not in theaters? How did this get on television? Why is it on television? How much did insert networks name here? Because I don't know jack shit about Japanese television networks. Whoever funded this, my god, they must have paid a. They had to have paid a pretty penny to get Mappa's eyes away from the movie theaters. Hmm. Because this felt like a. This felt like half a movie. Because literally, the only material that's left is about another hour's worth of material. Four episodes of anime at best, but you'll know they'll find some way to drag it out again. It's it is interesting, like the whole the last three years or so of Attack on two years of Attack on Titan. Really? It's like ten years, <laughs> twenty twenty I, years. I mean, it came out in twenty. It did come out in twenty thirteen originally, didn't it? Like the anime for Attack on Titan is officially ten years. 2012, old, 2013, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I, the anime or the manga, one of them had their tenth anniversary. It's absolutely recently. just more crazy to me at the fact that I was doing a freaking bricklaying course and it was like the final season was, of Attack on in, Titan is coming out. I was in I was in university at the time. I remember like people were like, "This is the this is the." Oh the, no no! The, I'm talking the, about the since Mappa since Mappa took it. Like you know, the last like two years have just been kind of a shit show for the production of it. That too. Since yeah. Mappa took it, just because of the the segmentation of it. Like they should have just waited until 2020 now and gone yeah here's the entire last season enjoy like please fuck they just want to drag it out i uh, don't know it's a curse it needs to, it needs to be lifted and if they had made a movie it could have all been done in, in one foul swoop and they would have made like a billion yeah probably i mean i think they would have made more oh you see how much the mario Demon movie Slayer made, made half a billion i think i think they could have i think between that and uh, dvd sales they could have hit that bill half billion easily yeah, I just want to see how much did the Mario movie make? Five hundred. The Mario movie made like over three hundred million. It's it's the highest. That's domestic. Isn't that like domestically? Opening. 
That's like domestically time. as well, wasn't it? Like 308. It, it, says it here, broke uh, records. Like it, like I, and again, that's why I keep joking, laughing at these critics who clearly just did not get the checks they wanted in the mail from Nintendo to give them a good review. And yeah. Nintendo clearly didn't have to. They didn't need. They didn't need the good reviews, man. They're laughing all the way to the bank. It's and like these did, critics look like fucking morons. Did, did the way they complain think about that it. People wouldn't temper their fucking expectations at all for a Mario Bros. It's movie. nothing special, but it's still really fucking well made. It's good for what. It is. It had a very set, simple set of goals that it cleared, and the audience received it very well. Yeah, it's like a. Who, you don't who, have to like it, but when you're talking about the the the, I forgot whose review it was. They said it had all the charm of an unplugged Game Boy. I'm like, well, first of all, you don't plug in a Game Boy dipshit, yeah. so you already know don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> Weren't even in touch back in like 1999. I. Like, like, again, like, if you're not into fucking Super Mario Bros, like, I'm not even into Super Mario Bros, and I fucking understood this movie. So I don't know what these guys are on. Like, again, they're just being haters, because clearly they didn't get paid off. It, it was happens. just a fun time. Uh, do you It was want completely to... innocent fun. So, I'm gonna ask you, which one would you rather hear about? Would you rather hear about Hell's Paradise or Heavenly Delusion? Here's the problem with Hell's Paradise. Anyone I talk to about Her it? Hell's Paradise... Tells me it's a lesser Chainsaw Man, so I lose interest in. I literally, like, literally, I I did not read the manga. I have literally seen, like, since I like watched these episodes, uh, compared to Chainsaw Man. I they was lump like, it what? in as a contemporary, but then they say it's worse. So Is I don't because care because they came out like similar. But yeah, I mean, talk about Hell's Paradise. Okay, Hell's Paradise was weirdly disappointing. Weirdly disappointing. I, well, so see, that seems about accurate for what I hear about it. It's it's Mappa. Okay. So it is about this I mean they have to get Jabber at some point. They gotta run out of humans to fucking throw into the incinerator at it some point. It is about this man called Gabimaru the Hollow, and his whole thing is basically he is a killer. He doesn't particularly like killing, but he is willing to accept the burden that comes with taking a life. So he's like, Yeah, I kill people, but I don't enjoy it. And, uh, I Well, just, damn, just walk on by, I, sir. Sorry I for just, bugging you, us, the police. I just have the balls to, like, you know, take on the guilt of Your Honor, people. he said he didn't like to kill. Which is then, uh, kind of mirrored in the character, I believe, Sagiri, uh, who is, like, she is an executioner. And she is, like, set to execute, execute Gabimaru because nothing can kill him. They try to fucking, like, rip his legs off. He's just too strong to, like, you know, have his legs ripped off. They set him on fire. He just kind of walks out of it unscathed. But this woman actually has the potential to kill him, and he can sense this. And even though he has not resisted anyone's attempts to kill him, except for this woman's, which makes him realize, oh, I do actually want to live. I might act like I don't give a shit, but I kind of actually want to live. So she executes people. She is the only female executioner of her clan. Uh, she's incredibly skilled, but she kind of can't take the guilt of killing people. She has this whole thing where she's like, but the reflection of the blade tells the truth. Because um, she'll like cut someone's head off, look at their head that's like covered up with like a face thing to hide the horrific look of like a beheaded person. But she looks in the reflection, it's like, oh, they hate me. And it's all... Uh, symbolized through hands gripping at her and holding onto her constantly. And then she meets Gabby Maru and she's like, oh my god, my issue is that I just haven't been able to accept the burden of killing people. I, ha I shouldn't have been, like, praying that I be forgiven for my killings 
but rather I should just be strengthening my character to accept that I've done this and accept that it's a bad thing to do. And it's really fucking slow. Like, the entire first episode is just them trying to kill Gabimaru, he meets the executioner, and then it kind of ends with her being like, I won't kill you if you accept this invitation to go to Hell's Paradise, which is essentially the Lord, the Shogun of Japan, is sending criminals because uh, the people who have gone to this island come back as, like, horrible, like, pustule-covered people with, like, flowers growing out of them, and they either go insane or they're freaking dead. So he's like, oh, just send pieces of shit there, like criminals, for example. And, um, they set up a whole trial thing where it's like, okay, everyone, we're gonna send you to this island, but there's not enough room on the boats. And even though their whole idea is that they're going to send these criminals and people that they deem useless and not really contributing to society and problems, they're also going to send all of these, like, specially trained, specific clansmen, like the woman that I previously mentioned, to the island to watch over their individual prisoner. And I'm already kind of lost on that. I'm like, well, you could have just, like, you know, just freaking dropped them, but I guess they gotta keep them under control. So the entire point of sending these people there is to find the elixir of life, an elixir of some sort that the Shogun wants. And I'm already kind of lost on the freaking plot, to be honest. I, I don't really care already. And I'm surprised because, as you know, Ivan, this is the one that I said I'm actually interested in. And I'm going to keep up with yeah, it. Yeah, you, you prefaced that, like, yeah. last week. And um, the second episode is just the entire, like, a death match between all the criminals. It's just a fight. They meet the Shogun, they ask some questions, they pick out their freaking antagonist slash supporting cast for the series, and I'm just kind of like, yeah, whatever. Uh, there was this, like, bit where, um, Sigiri, the executioner, was gonna kill some people that run at her, and she, like, hesitates, and then she, like, and I was just really like, oh, I thought they were gonna go really hard on the animation here, but it was kind of oh, okay, that just sort of happened, and I'm not like, whatever. And then Gabumaru does his, like, whole, oh, I'm a savage, but I'm also, like, not really into killing, but I do it anyway because you tried to kill me, so I'm going to kill you. Well, but you said you didn't want to kill people. I don't, but I'm still going to fucking kill you. And then he goes ham on everyone, even the people that, like, weren't trying to kill him. I'm just already, like, whatever. I will, like, keep up with it, because I've watched two episodes of it already, and I may as well give it the three-episode run. But, fuck, I'm not that bothered by it already, to be honest. But the first episode looked okay, the opening looks really great. I'm sure it'll impress us, because it's fucking Mappa, but so far I'm just whatever. I'm honestly more interested in Heavenly Delusion. I'm actually excited to talk about that, but uh, you take your turn. So my turn, I'm going to also burn one of my big disappointments this season so far. Oh, go on. And uh, that's Mashal. By A1 Pictures. That came so out? So immediately I say A1 Pictures and I should have known better. What's that, Val? That came out? I didn't realize it was that out That came out very... Again, it, that, that's, I think that's going to be everyone's response to Mashal is, Oh, that came out? Mashal does very well on the Shonen Jump magazine. It's kind of... It's in the One Punch Man camp. And that's the reason mm -hmm. why I'm not really a fan of it. That it's because be I kind of outgrown that formula, but basically, this is a world. This is a this is a high fantasy world. It's not it's not an isekai. This is a high fantasy world, but it's this Hogwarts is a boy again. who was who was raised. Basically, this is almost like a parody of Black Clover, if I'm going to be honest. 
and um, Harry Potter, right? Like they literally wear the school yeah, uniforms. Yeah, it's, it's a high fantasy parody of a boy who's grows up in a world full of magic, but he doesn't have magic, so his father raised him to be fucking strong, to to be ridiculously fit. Mm. And yeah, and it, it, it's a comedy manga. It does very well in the magazine. Um, and so I was like, okay, maybe I will get into this if I watch the anime. And I couldn't this even guy, get through the guy who the guy who makes Mashal probably like read or watched the Harry Potter films or something, and then said, "Why the fuck don't any of these people like throw a punch at any point?" Really, don't shoot guns and shit. Uh, yeah, that's kind of the mentality here. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I couldn't even get through like five minutes of this. It's a job. It is the most jobber of all jobber productions. Um. So when you have a when you're clearly trying to have a one punch man stick. You really need to feel that force and that power in the animation. And like, you just, this, this fucking series feels weightless. Like there's a scene when he's running through the forest and you feel like you should feel him like tearing through as he's running. And it's just like him running in place as the background like slides behind him. It looks fucking awful. It's, it, it, there's, like, Mashal is a, is a series with kinetic energy, as most shonens are, and if you can't match that kineticism, you shouldn't fucking bother. Like, A1, I think A1 tried to snatch the cheapest shonen they could, and they made the cheapest production, and again, people are gonna be like, oh wow, that came out? Like, best of luck, I, I, I only wish nothing for the best for these guys, but like... Not when you're doing that. I don't A1, care. Look, the fact I, of the matter, I can't be A1 fucking pictures, unless they're collaborating with another studio, generally kind of fucking suck, to be honest. Right, yeah. And that's where I was like, alright, this is an A1 gambit. Like, I even know it was A1. Like, I watched it. I'm like, wow, why is this so bad? And I saw A1 pictures ago. Damn, like, there could have been a possibility of this being good, but I guess not. I don't think this is a style that A1 pictures really do very well. Like, it, I don't like Fairy Tale that much, but like, I think the entirety of Fairy Tale like kind of looks better, even in stills. Is that is that is that not a weekly anime though, or was a weekly anime? Yeah, it was, and it was. I, I, I think that's A one's whole shtick is they're they're kind of those weekly guys like Perio and stuff. Like they go every fucking week, and they and they and they and they're very good at having that rhythm. I think mm. that's A one's strength. Where here, Mashal's clearly a seasonal. Where if you're going seasonal. You gotta fucking bring your, like, your A1 game, and they mm. just didn't. You know, I'm gonna uh, just preface something. I do actually think that Hell's Paradise might pick up once they actually go to the actual location that the series is mainly selling, but for the most part, the introduction just didn't bother me. But, um, that's a shame that Mashal sucks, because my friend Dell, like, really freaking likes the manga of Mashal, which... Yeah, um, the, man the manga's really good! Like, I'm not a fan, but I, 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 objectively, I recognize that it's good, mm. and I think it got a little bit portrayed here. Maybe, maybe. Um, it feels like, it looks like isekai fodder, really. Do you want to do a couple more? Because admittedly, I actually think Heavenly Delusion is my favorite thing on this list. Go, shoot it next. Oh, shoot it next. I mean, do it, because I know you watched a lot more. Um, I can put, I can bring up one more. Like I yeah. said, like, now I'll just kind of, basically, I'll just kind of lightning around the rest here. Um, Dr. Stone, New World. Uh, TMS. I am going to watch that. I actually am going to watch You should that. watch it. TMS is getting very comfortable with the models now. They're That's good. It, it, every season looks better than the last. I, I'm i generally surprised, given how Dr. Stone is a relative disappointment, and the mm. fact that the, this, the series is over now, like long been over, and they still got like, 
I think mean, in in the scheme of things, there it has been like, like two years, hasn't through it? The series. It's been like a year or two since Doctor Stone. It's ended. been about a year and a half, maybe two now, since the series has been over. Yeah. But they did the spinoff last summer. There's not the spinoff. True. They did they did the one shot that threatens to spin off, and I'm still wondering if they're gonna have that spinoff. Because you know, boy, because Itagaki hasn't announced his new series, and you know, Boichi's always ready to clown. So True. like. I, I, I have to wonder because I'm surprised that Toho is still investing heavily in this. Mm. Considering that the job is done. Um, so the fact that they continue to do this, like my tinfoil hat says that we're getting a Dr. Stone spinoff soon. Uh, oh. Manga wise. Cause wow, this still looks great. Um, and, uh, and I watched this one with Stina to the point where now Stina wants to go back to the beginning of the series and actually watch it. She quite enjoys it. Um, where I'm just like, I mean, I'm, I, I, I'm going to wait for the dub to get some episodes i'm gonna kind of binge with the dub hmm. because i know i know where this series goes i am definitely gonna watch season three of dr stone because i've been vowing since i stopped reading the manga that i would watch yeah and pick back up you should treasure island arc is what they're doing right now and it's a yeah. great it's a great arc um there is an ova that covers the um the domestication of japan arc so you'll have to watch that too Oh, okay. Then I'll check that out for sure. Because they, they 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 go right over it. Like they 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 literally drop you right at the end of the OVA, and they're yes. like, "Oh yeah, you should have watched that," because mm. we're not covering that this season. Hmm. Okay, got it. I'll I'll definitely check that out. Uh, what else though? Otherwise, they have a Konosuba spinoff. Oh yeah, the, uh, bless this this the the, the, the expl explosion. The, yeah, this explosion on this blessed wonderful world. world yeah. yeah, it's 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 the one based on um oh, I forgot her name. Explosion Girl. Megumin. Yeah, Megumin. It's based on Megumi's origin, and it's quite cute. It's not as funny as I had hoped, and I, I didn't think, think it would be. I no, but here's the reason. I think they're trying to be a little bit more earnest, uh, in this series. Oh. And that's kind of refreshing. Not. Question mark. But also not what Konosuba does. But if you go back to the Crimson movie, though, like Megumi has always been a character they've always been a little bit more earnest with. They tend to give her the more development, and they tend to be a little bit kinder to her. Yeah, I, I would say so. Like, I, relative, relatively to the rest of the cast. I'm really trying to think on that because I've watched it twice. They, in they, the span they, of they, they she's clearly their, they're the production's favorite. Oh yeah, no. I mean, she's Japan, and that's favorite. why she gets the spinoff. And this, and the spinoff is very earnest. It's very sweet. It has some laughs, but it's not the laughs that I expect from Konosuba. I actually want to rewatch the the Crimson movie very soon. Oh, do I? I and I'm gonna love that I'm gonna movie. try because we have a movie night coming up. Uh, by the time this episode airs, that movie night will happen. Mm. Um, but we have movie nights, guys. If you're uh, on our Patreon, just one dollar a month, you get access to our movie night server. On our Discord, we watch movie. We watch movies every Saturday night at uh, 9:30 Eastern. And so, if, if you want to just bump elbows with some of the cast members and just watch some good ass movies, that's where you do it. This week, we're watching. We've been we've been marathoning through John Wick, and I know we're watching three this week. And I wonder if I can sneak in Konosuba, for lack of any other ideas. Because I would like to rewatch that movie. Because I remember really fucking laughing at that movie, to the point where it was one of my favorite movies that year. Okay, um, I think you might be right. I think I, I I think I agree with you. Yeah, I've literally been like thinking through every scene of like Megumin I could like muster in my mind and comparing it to how they that, treat that every movie other was character. Very sweet to Megumi. 
Yeah, I, I, I get that. I, I certainly get that. Except for the fact that they basically had Kazuma just fucking drooling over her the entire film. But yes, I would agree. Comparatively to the trio of women in Kazuma's party, in fact, including Kazuma, they probably do treat yes. her with a bit more reverence and exactly. uh, respect. And, and, that's what I, and that's what I mean. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, sure. Uh, but otherwise, but otherwise, yeah, like I said, I only saw one episode. Uh, I am going to continue it, and I'm, I'm giving it three episodes to kind of turn me around. I don't hate it. No. I'm just like, I'm just like, I'm not even disappointed. I'm just like, oh, this is not what I was expecting mm. uh, for Konosuba. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, otherwise, then last, it's not really fair to say I watched it. I skimmed it. I, Demon Slayer season, what, three, four now? Wait, it, I thought it was a movie. What? I thought Demon Slayer was a movie. I thought they called no, it a, a film. No, it's a season. It's a new thought, season. I've been seeing people call it a film for some reason. Because they put the film on TV. So what the fuck even is a film or a movie in fucking UFO Table's eyes? What? What? Demon but anyways, I, I skimmed the first episode. And that's probably how I'm always going to digest Demon Slayer if it's not in theaters. Is I'm literally just going to skim the best scenes. The, the, the pop-offs. Because I, I, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm pretty certain like half the people who say they watch Demon Slayer are just doing what I do and just skimming it. I might uh, but be it looks good. But it looks good. Like UFO Table continues to flex. What, what, I might be getting confused because of the way that they're like titling these seasons very specific things. So maybe I assumed it was a, a, a movie again, based on like the fact that they were like Demon Slayer, Mugen Train. But then they did the same thing with like the whatever Red Light District. I don't know. I don't. I don't freaking know. Yeah, they they, um, they, they name their seasons after the arcs. I'm definitely gonna watch that because like I'm I'm actually quite into Demon Slayer now. Like I watched the first and second season. And it's fair. It looks fucking great, and it won a lot of Crunchyroll Anime Awards. So you know it's good if it won the, <laughs> the, the Crunchyroll Anime Awards. Yeah, the, the most uh, revered awards you can get in a film. The most television. revered college freaking not college <laughs> the high school sports banquet on on in the internet. Now, do you want to hear about? Of course you do, because that's why we're fucking here. About Heavenly Delusion, which I already think might probably be the best show this season. I'm curious. Like, I'm gonna watch it after because you're okay, you're then. bossing it up. So, in the outside world. 15 years have passed since an unprecedented disaster that has absolutely fucked modern civilization up. And a group of children live in a facility that is basically like closed off from the rest of the fucked up world. Uh, so immediately I get Promised Neverland vibes from it. And in everything of the marketing that I have seen, and even voice actors talking about this, I had only seen these students in white and pink uniforms. So I was like, this must be an anime about like. You oh, know, I know why this is familiar now. Mackenzie got in the English cast of this. Yeah. Oh. Oh, really? That's fucking amazing. Yeah, I forgot. We know a couple people in this English cast. That's fucking sick. Yeah. That's freaking I, I was like, why does this name look familiar? I just saw the poster. I go, oh, that's why. Because they were just <laughs> announcing the English cast. Nice. That's freaking brilliant. But um. So I immediately get promised Neverland vibes from it. I'm like, okay, it's a bunch of kids in a facility, a school. Things aren't as they seem though, but then almost immediately, game. almost immediately, it cuts to these two characters out and about in like the ruins of Tokyo, walking around like a suburb area and just shooting the shit. And they find a house that has like not been broken into, and they're just like, oh my god, this house has barely been broken into. Oh my god, it's a shithole in here. There's toilet paper, holy crap! And like taking a shit. And, like, uh, experimenting with food by, like, putting weeds and stuff. 
on it and being like, oh my god, you've ruined the freaking dish. God damn it. And getting kind of annoyed. But like, they're chill. And you don't really understand what their relationship is. Like, you assume they're brother and sister. Because the one always calls the girl... The guy always calls the girl sis. Um, and it's, it's already kind of cool. Because I like stories where it's just like... How do these characters get around these little obstacles? Or these issues that they face in these situations? They, like, get attacked by a group of men. Who imply they kind of want to R-word the girl. And uh, the girl pulls out a gun but it looks like a toy and the men just completely like go oh whatever it's probably a toy or something she's just trying to like fake us out and the boy starts like beating the shit out of these guys with kung fu and everything and the girl like climbs on top of a fence and fires the gun and it's a futuristic fucking laser gun that melts a telephone pole as like a threat to these men and immediately they're just like, what the fuck, what the fuck is that? Like a space laser. And they hold these guys hostage and use their shit. Like they take their generator and like charge the gun up and get directions and shit. Uh, and like, that's just like not even an episode. That's like a small obstacle that they come across. I actually really like the pacing of this and watching this and then watching Hell's Paradise probably did not help hell's paradise one bit because this has a really nice pace um they come across in the second episode like an inn run by this really nice lady in fact this isn't the first episode they come across an inn and they spend some time in the inn talking the lady tells them about like a monster that prowls an area i'm like what is it a bear no it's an actual monster it's like a giant crow monster with um uh, tendrils that like slash things up and also the production really freaking good it's a uh, studio production ig so solid studio oh, yeah, they're always you and i both solid. know that yeah production ig Surprised solid studio. Not doing a sport <laughs> mm -hmm. uh and the woman's like oh just stay inside and the monster probably won't bother you but um there's also this like weird there's like a, a, a tension it's not like super focused on but there is like kind of a tension between the girl and the boy like they're sleeping and the girl's like why are you still awake i'm your bodyguard i'm supposed to be watching you and he's like i always like stay awake at least a few hours before you go to sleep she's like oh i'm kind of a shit bodyguard then aren't i if i'm like falling asleep before you uh and they're like really pally and there's even a bit that confirms no they're not siblings because the innkeeper's like um so i i, I just want to say i've noticed things and um uh well, it's morally wrong for a brother and sister to explore a relationship together. And she's like, look at our faces. We are not siblings. Fuck you. And she's like, my, my bad then. My bad. Uh, the girl is also like weirdly interested in her reflection and wants to like kiss herself in the mirror. So there might be some uh, narcissism going on there. I don't know. Uh, so the monster comes and the pair, there's actually this really good bit. Uh, I'm really liking the storytelling in this where the guy falls asleep before the girl and she's like You literally said you always stay up and like longer than me So it's like oh my god, he's been drugged by the woman and the woman's like takes a shotgun out and Goes outside to face the monster. So they're like, oh you drugged us so we'd stay inside and like leave the monster be and be safe and shit and they start fighting the monster anyway. They shoot, like, pew-pew laser guns at it and, and, and crap. Uh, 
And then the woman's like, no, the reason I wanted you to stay the fuck away from me is because the monster's my son. And they're like, oh. Oh, I get why you'd think that, because they don't eat things, they like absorb them into you. Okay, lady, that's not your son. You're kind of crazy. She's like, no, men tried to hurt me and, and it saved me. And then the monster kills her, obviously, and the girl's just like, has a single tear running down her face. The guys are like, how could you be like, let's kill it at a time like this. This woman just died before us. And she's like, single tear running down her face. Fuck you, dude. If we don't think like this, we're gonna die. They kill the monster. Uh, they move on. They kind of play with the idea like, what if she was just gonna feed us to it? And they're like, ah, best not to think about it. They come to a village of people that farm and are quite successful in living in this, like, post-apocalyptic wasteland. And the guys are like, let's just stay here. I love you, and let's just stay here with the farmers forever. And she's like, first of all, dude, fuck you. We're in a place right now that I can't leave at this moment. So fuck you for admitting your feelings to me when I can't leave to, like, emotionally prepare or, like, think about this. Ivan, you will actually love the writing of this story. I'm absolutely certain uh and she just and she just says to him i don't want to spend my entire fucking life living on a farm where we work all day and get high all night fuck that shit i don't like this place and the guy's like god damn it well what do you think about me then she's like okay my dude i have something to tell you i'm a girl but i have the mind of a man that's that and he's like what and then the episode just ends there It's actually really fucking good. Production-wise, it's fucking great. I like the writing a lot. The setting, like, you know, it's post-apocalyptic. Like, lots of places do this and stuff like that. But I'm actually really fucking into it. I really enjoy it. I'm tempted to read the manga. It's a monthly manga, I think, considering it's been out for since, since uh, 2018. January 2018. It's only got eight volumes. But so far, I'm really into it. It's got, um... It's got, like, the traveler vibe that I like in a lot of anime, where, like I said, it's just handling little situations. There's an overarching story surely going on. Also, it does go back to the kids at the school that I mentioned. There's not much going on with them except a girl who probably has future vision, most definitely has future vision, and uh, a guy who... Uh, I, I, I won't spoil how that connection is going there. I've, I've talked about a lot of things, probably more than I should have, but... Like I said, I'm really, like, looking forward to this. Everyone, watch Heavenly Delusion. It's already really fucking cool. Just go watch it. What do you think of what I've told you thus far? Yeah, I'm gonna go, like, watch it immediately. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm actually gonna stop this podcast and watch it now. Oh. Okay, then. As as should everyone else. I don't care if you guys are at work listening to this. No, 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 no. Tell no, your boss you know 20 minutes to watch just Heavenly Delusion. No, Ivan, just stop it there. Just stop it there. No, we're going to stop it right oh. here where I say, everyone, thanks for joining us this oh. week. This is our first wave of anime. There's actually still more to talk about next week, as we oh, will. Damn. Otherwise, I'm not sure what manga is coming back and what's not. Again, we are in those, this, this weird... It's called Golden Week, but it's basically a golden month where things just come and go as they please. I have a question before we go about My Hero Academia. Do you sure. think Shonen is getting annoyed at, like, Horikoshi's, like, on and off schedule? No. No. Because everyone we've at, talked so about it a lot. Everyone Jump loves Horikoshi. I'm glad to hear that, but I'm just saying, like, the way that his hold up on ending the manga has probably affected, like, releases, or at least, like, what is it in hasn't, the It hasn't, because they just canceled right things. Now. Ichigo, sees under control, just got biffed this week. What? Really? 
that was not a surprise. It's been missing from merch line. They, so every, like, when they make the new manga a couple weeks later, they make merch. Like, usually, like, a month or so later. And they just did not make merch for Ichigo Say. So I'm like, oh, yeah, that's going. Wait, Ichinose or... Wait, no, that's Ichi no I, I, I get it. It's so confusing with the Taizan 5 one. Ichigose is under control. Yes. The, the one where he's turned to a robot. He's controlled by a tiny woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Because I, even I was like, wait, does he mean Ichinose? Because <laughs> I like... I actually like the whole concept of Ichigose. And I thought the first chapter Oh, yeah. How many chapters did you charming. actually read? No, though? I haven't read anymore. But we know that I have been like exactly, so not Exactly. And that's why. You're the reason why it got canceled. Oh, no. They were waiting for you to read it. Oh, Ichigoki. It's Ichigoki's under control. Ichigoki's under control. Okay. Ah, uh, that's... I'm, I'm kind of sad at that. Like, like I said, I have not been fully dedicated to any new manga for a fucking while. So I can't complain, obviously. But um, I guess I'm not... I just, I'm just not sensing anything with the source, I suppose. Like, Chainsaw Man is the last new thing that really fucking grabbed me at any point. And I guess now. Well, it's the yeah, it's just... the top of the, it's the top of the food chain right now. Should we check out Tenmaku Cinema? Because you mentioned it last oh, week. Oh, I you know what? We're running out of time. I'm gonna make this very brief. Um, it's basically about a ghost. Uh, it's literally it's literally a ghost writer. A sexy ghost. Wait. Yes, a sexy, a sexy ghost. ghost writer. Basically, this 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 kid. Basically, the, the main protagonist is a is a kid who's a cinephile. And he gets possessed by the ghost of a writer who used to, um, who, who directed Seven Samurai? One sec. I should know his name at the top of my head. Like uh, my cinephile card is being removed as I speak. Akira Kurosawa. Uh, yeah, Akira Kurosawa. Okay. So it's not literally Akira Kurosawa, but visually it clearly is. And this guy was like his favorite writer. And he died. And he's like, I gotta get this script to Akira. And I need you to write it for me. And he's like, bro, Akira Kurosawa died like 20 years ago. And he's like, oh, fuck. Well, I want to make this movie anyways. And you're gonna direct it. And so basically, like, this kid is, like, he's a guy who loves film. And it looks like he's gonna learn about making film. Because he's being pushed by this writer. And he's meeting, like, a girl at his school who's an actress. And I'm sure he'll find, I, like, it feels like it's, it's One Piece if they were movie makers. And they're gonna acquire crew members to make the film. Yeah, it like looks like Baku it's gonna be a Man. lot of fun. I'm this also I, I'm ready like for Baku it. Man to me. Yeah, probably like that. Like a yeah. big bit. Baku Man is like the mangaka. Uh, it's like I will marry you when I make my hit fucking manga. That's like a story in it. So that, that I'm I'm like skimming through this. I'm getting Baku Man vibes, but uh, it seems cool. I'll give it a I'll give it a read, and we can like talk about it maybe more in depth next week. Maybe. Yeah, we'll do that because we actually will have a lot of new material next week because we there's there's some new um manga coming out th during this pre-golden week as well as i mentioned a ghost writer uh ghost writer paradox is getting a um that, that manga is getting a one shot in the coming weeks is kaiju number eight getting an anime soon it's getting an anime next year oh uh, yeah okay. by production ig okay i have literally if no people idea. are bitching about the models which i go well there's going to be adapt adaptational modeling yeah, I think we talked yeah, about that Yeah, they don't the look week. the best, but, I mean, wait till it's in motion, kids. We talked about it last week, where it's like, it looks like they actually aged down the the main character. Okay, but yeah, we are going woefully over time. So Sorry, Stina. We can talk Sorry, about this Cody. next week. But until then, guys, everyone, thanks for listening, and take care. Arrivederci.
the gap as you exit our podcast safely. Rebuild of Joycast is hosted by Ivan Leroy and Valentine Stokes. Leroy's written and directed works can be found on the Joyride Entertainment YouTube channel and the soon-to-be-released original web manga, Paramedic. Val's dulcet tones can be heard in many of your favorite anime and web series, such as Ruby, Death Battle, Tribe 9, Lackadaisy Cats, and more. This episode was edited by Stina Carey, with YouTube version edited by Cody Rock. Music provided by Lo-Fi Geek. Intro and outro narration by Stina Carey. Outro music composed by Michael Payovich. Logo and visuals designed by Ivan Leroy. Rebuild of Joycast is produced by Joyride Entertainment and Rock Voice Productions, LLC, and made possible thanks to Patreon donations from generous listeners like you. This month's highest-tiered Patreon producers are Mr. Host, Gooner Bear, Mary Bowtie, Hope D. Cruz, and Greg Hughes. If you would like your name shouted out at the end of each podcast, an invite to our private Discord to interact with fans, cast, and crew, or early access to all of our content, be sure to check out Joyride Entertainment's Patreon. Links provided in the description. Thank you for keeping Joyride's engine burning.